When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Another great day for a county fair. We've got the Juneau County Fair happening in Most and the Grand County Fair in Lancaster. And we took in the Dodge County Fair in Beaver Dam yesterday. It looks like weather is going to help them out with another good day today. I'm Pam Yankee. Glad you're along with us. Partly sunny skies on the way for this Thursday. 81 are expected high. Tomorrow, a few more clouds, 80 degrees. Saturday, we do have a good chance of some showers or thunderstorms. 76 are expected high. And by the time we get to Sunday, some scattered thunderstorms remain. 76 also are expected high. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, has got weather details for us. Also this morning, we're going to be catching up with Ryan Yonkman from EverAg. The dairy complex had a tough day yesterday. Is this the beginning of what dairy farmers need to prepare for? And risk management, always top of mind there. We'll talk with him live this morning. And we've got more details from those county fairs. Charity Seebecker at the Juneau County Fair has an update for us. You stick around. Boy, these cooler days are a reminder. Summer is quickly coming to a close. Let's make every moment last. And I'll tell you what, if you're involved in a family reunion, maybe you've got a big event coming up, maybe you're involved in a community festival, if you want to make memories with your audience, then talk to Judy and the crew at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Now, they're located just outside of Madison in Fitchburg, but they're available to everyone on the World Wide Web at BavariaSausage.com. Check out Bavaria Sausage on Facebook, where right now they're offering their ultimate grilling sampler. This is a little bit of heaven straight from Bavaria. Beer brats, cured and smoked brats, Kaiser brats. They've got knockwurst, old-fashioned wieners, Polish. Take a look at all the fantastic old-world flavors you get in the ultimate grilling sampler. And like I said, if you've got a big event coming up, call Judy and the crew and talk to them about a volume of brats you can get for your event. BavariaSausageKitchen.com, located right there in Fitchburg. It's that time of the year when the bounty of our gardens is starting to appear. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And no, I don't have a garden anymore, but I used to have and uh, used to do some canning. Some canning, not a lot. But Stephanie, you're finding out that it is a very popular activity and becoming more popular all the time. That's right, Bob. And I'm one of those home gardeners, home canners. And my goodness, I need to give my mom and grandma some props for how much work it was when I was growing up. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and I talked to Heather Quackenboss. She's a lacrosse County Extension Specialist, and she reminds us that food safety is key when you're looking at canning recipes online or social media. And also, make sure the supplies you have may have been storing for a few years are safe to use as well. But first, she says we saw home food preservation gain popularity over the pandemic, and she shares if that trend has continued. You know, it has continued with some folks. I think as we have come back to work and back in offices, we're finding ourselves with a little less time maybe than we used to have. And we also are finding that it's kind of nice 
to have food that we have grown and preserved ourselves. So there still is a lot of interest in food preservation. It has been almost a year since we last talked, Heather, and you know, back then <laughs> our conversation surrounded canning supply shortages when it came to our jars and lids. And we know yes. that supply chain disruptions have only persisted over the past year. So maybe a preview for us or tell us what we may be expecting at the store when we do start preparing to can our fall bounties. We are fortunate this year. There are lids, there are rings, there are jars, there are packs of everything all together. And I have not been to a store this year yet that does not have what I need. So in in the supply act availability, we are doing well. What we do want to watch for is anything that we may have gotten you know, in 2020, we might want to look at, is that still good? Now, jars and rings, you can use those all the time. I still have jars that I probably think my grandmother used. As long as those are sterilized and clean, you can use jars for a long time. Same thing with the rings. Until they get kind of rusty and disgusting looking, you can reuse those. Now, the lids, however, do have a shelf life, and they do last longer than they used to, and we don't need to boil them beforehand. They are better made for our use now, but when they are more than a few years old, we might want to think about not using them. So the ones that I found online a few years ago that aren't quite as good as the ones that I can get on the shelf locally, I probably want to think of maybe a craft project to do with those instead. Because lids age. Describe yes. to us what a, what a lid looks like when it may be uh, too old to use. What you really want to look at is that wax or that seal inside on the underneath side. And when you get them, sometimes they're a little more shiny. Sometimes they look a little bit more like rubber. But you want to look at that and make sure that it's going to have that ability to suck down to that jar and seal. And so if it looks cracked, if it looks old, kind of think of an eraser. You want to, when you find a pencil maybe under your couch or something like that, and that pencil has been there for a long time, and now we've moved the couch to clean it. If it looks like that pencil eraser that you just imagined in your head, throw that lid away. Remind people, too, when you're doing hot water baths or, you know, or home or shelf-stable canning, you must have the glass jars and the lids. But when it comes to freezing, you have some uh, options as far as containers you can use, right? Right. Anything you're freezing, if you want to use an old mayo jar, if you want to use an old pickle jar, those are fine because they're not sealing. You're putting those in the freezer. And so... Honestly, with those, you can use those lids. For pesto, I have a friend who saves her lids. And when we make pesto, that goes right in the freezer. So when she saves and washes those lids, we'll let each other use those because we're freezing them. We, If we are canning, though, or putting something in the um, pressure canner or in a hot water bath, we're not going to reuse those lids at all.
another thing I save are peanut butter jars, plastic peanut butter jars. But I'm a little cautious sometimes because does the peanut residue go away? Like if you're planning on gifting something frozen to a friend with a peanut allergy, do you have to worry about reusing those peanut butter jars? You know, I would never give anyone who I know has allergies a jar that something used to be in. I just, I'm going to have an overabundance of caution on that one. Um, even, you know, if I'm using using you know, nut flour in the same area as I'm canning, I'm probably not going to gift that to someone who has an allergy to nuts just because I don't know how sensitive a person might be. I don't know how severe their allergy is. So I would be pretty careful with plastic jars. Glass, you can sterilize and clean. Plastic, Tupperware, things like that is going to, they, they still do have some of that residue and they're a lot more porous. So they don't necessarily clean as well. So I would be careful with plastic containers in freezers. Glass is probably preferable. I know that's also more breakable and sometimes we have this tendency to be a little clumsy when we're pulling things out of our freezer. So yeah, caution is always going to be the first thing we probably want to think of. And staying on that food safety trend, be careful of what you're reading online or on TikTok or on Facebook. Heather, you've been perusing some online canning recipes that have raised some red flags. You know, I I do, Stephanie. One of the things that I do is look up recipes online, right? Because everything's out there. And you can find some amazing things. And at the same time, what I'm noticing is there's a lot more recipes lately on things like the upside-down method for canning or putting it in the oven or dry canning. And those are not scientifically safe. They could cause us botulism. They could cause us food poisoning. They could cause a variety of bacteria to form in those jars, and it's not safe. So really, when we are canning, if you find a cool recipe with a cool story on it, check it. And check it with, the the best place to check it with is the National Center for Home Food Preservation. They have all of the scientific-based recipes that are going to be the safest for us. The tried-and-true safe recipes at that the National Home Preservation website. And yes, botulism, food poisoning, those are some of the risks associated with not doing something correctly. What does severity look like for those risks? You know, honestly, I mean, botulism can cause death in the end. Um, It could also, it could be very minor and, you know, we're not going to be feeling good and we're going to have some GI distress, some gastrointestinal issues and symptoms. But really, it's death that botulism can cause and it can be very severe with food preservation if we don't do it correctly. And it's more than just whether or not you're freezing hot water bath or pressure canning. Also, watch the acidity, you know, how much salt are you using? What are some of those other key parts of a recipe that will determine whether or not your food is going to be safe? Yeah, really good question because the more acidic our food is, the safer it is to can. So when you said you have strawberries and raspberries in your freezer to make jam or if you are making jam, it's, it's more acidic. So we can put it in a hot water bath and it doesn't take very long to process. When you get food that's a little less acidic, tomato season's coming up. Tomatoes are fairly acidic. They still, in most of the recipes, call for some sort of 
um, acid to add, maybe lemon juice, sometimes it's vinegar, you know, you check the recipe, but they even need a little bit more acid. And tomatoes, you can hot water bath, it's just going to take a lot longer than that pressure canner will do. Now, when you get to things like green beans, and I know my green beans have just been um, gangbusters in my garden, so canning those is going on right now, that does not um, allow me to use a hot water bath. Beans are very basic. They don't have that acid in them, and we don't add the acid, so they need a hotter temperature to make sure that they're going to be shelf-stable for that year that I have them on the shelf. So really it's looking at, okay, what do I need to add to this? It might be some salt. It might be some, you know, acid of some sort. And then what do I do for the processing time and how do I do that? The, we can also look at do we hot pack or cold pack things. Um, when I can peaches, for instance, we could hot pack them. And that is, you know, boiling them usually for about five minutes in a syrup or a simple syrup or in a juice and then canning them. And sometimes that canning time will be a little bit less. And if I cold pack them, which is slicing the peaches and putting them in and then adding hot simple syrup or hot juice, that canning time's a little different. So all of those different variables, really, we need to take into account to make sure we have the safest product. Heather Quackenboss with La Crosse County Extension says if you're looking for the tried and true canning recipes and methods, you can visit the National Center for Home Food Preservation, and they are online at nchfp.uga.edu. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Weather can have a significant impact on your lawn and landscape. Repairing it is as easy as having Kalani Topsoil deliver the perfect seed-friendly shredded blend of topsoil to smooth out your lawn, leaving you with the most eye-catching landscape in the neighborhood. Visit KalaniTopsoil.com or you can simply pick it up at our awesome dirt-filled processing plant. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. We're known for our sweet moves, but what you might not know is that we can store your stuff too. Yep, from one day to one year. We can hold on to your things on our trucks or in our warehouse. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the unexpected storage move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things, well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these before. When you're shopping around for a pre-owned vehicle, you know what you want. A shiny, fun-to-drive ride that won't let you down. But how do you know if it's reliable? A Wisconsin State Inspection is 60 points, which means checking 60 things. Most dealerships follow that playbook. Bergstrom Automotive isn't exactly what you would call most dealerships. Bergstrom performs a 172-point inspection on all pre-owned vehicles before they're even chosen to be on the lot. 172. That's 112 more areas where the vehicle needs an exam. 
Ram. With that much attention, you know they're looking at parts and pieces you probably didn't even know exist. Do the math. A 60-point inspection or 172. And all to make sure you're safe, confident, and happy with your pre-owned purchase. Choose from over 1,500 elaborately inspected pre-owned vehicles at Bergstrom Automotive. If Mary had a little lamb, you can bet she'd talk to her about it. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And boy, were there a lot of lambs at the Dodge County Fair yesterday in Beaver Dam. Good morning, everybody. Glad you're along with us. Yeah, Stephanie Hoff and I made our appearance there and spent uh, a couple hours. Boy, uh, Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us now. Boy, oh boy, they've got a dandy livestock show that's underway there. Uh, One of the judges commented that it was uh, the largest intermediate showmanship class that he had judged this year. So uh, a great way to spend an afternoon. And boy, I'll tell you, that weather yesterday did not disappoint. No, not at all. And today sounds pretty good if you like that summertime weather because we get just a little bit warmer as well. But then I also have to talk about the possibility of a little rain. I guess I I wish that wasn't there right now for fairs and weekend plans. But an upper system is still slowly trying to pull east in the Dakotas. By all the forecast maps I've seen, that low out in the Dakotas right now in the west may only make its way into Minnesota by late tomorrow or even early Saturday. So it's not going to rush right through and mean, you know, a good shower and then a clear out and a break. Because it moves in so slowly, there will be more chances of precipitation on and off for a couple of days. In fact, there's a chance there could be a very isolated shower this afternoon. I mean, you look at weather radar and you see a little rain right in the Mississippi Valley, north of La Crosse yet, but up into far northwest Wisconsin. There's activity out in west central Minnesota and eastern South Dakota. So as that upper system slowly pushes east, some chances of rain show up this afternoon or evening. Later Friday, more likelihood, Friday night into Saturday, we get some measurable rain, and I'd say quite possibly some quarter-to-half-inch amounts as we get the weekend going into Saturday. I'll have forecast details right after this. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFinn Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpillar Milk Receiver Pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. We need you and your rain gauge. It's time for the Rural Mutual Rainfall Report, and we need you to text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from, because every month we'll pick a winner that will get a digital weather station, courtesy of the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. All right, let's hear it, Stu. I guess we've got to kind of draw a line in the sand between what we're going to get today and what we're going to get on Saturday, huh? Yeah, and I can kind of draw a line in the sand today. Oh, lacrosse, maybe Beaver Dam, certainly more likely Fond du Lac, Oshkosh, Boston, with a slight shower chance this afternoon. South of that line, more likely just some sunshine, kind of quiet. A lot of low 80s today, and winds will become west about 5. Still a slight chance of a shower or storm tonight, partly cloudy, down to 62. South winds about 5, mostly sunny Friday. 
That possibility of an afternoon shower could be a rumble of thunder here or there. Temps in the low 80s, south winds at 5 to 10. More likely Friday night into Saturday, showers could be a thunderstorm here or there. Localized heavy rain is possible. Call it partly sunny Saturday. Mid and upper 70s, we cool a bit. And that quarter to half inch of rain, not out of the question, I think, into Saturday. And some lingering rain chance, even into Sunday, Pam, drying out and pretty comfortable next week, too. But it looks like we have moisture coming up for the weekend. All right. Well, probably can use it. I mean, a little bit of a dust settler won't be too bad so long as that's all it is. Well, I hope so. And you, you talk about a localized heavier amount possible, but most places just enough to get it good and wet. All right. Very good. We'll catch up with you tomorrow and paint the picture for the weekend, okay? All right. See you then. All right. Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist with your Compier Financial Ag Weather Update. Now, listen, stick around. We've got a lot more to come. We are going to be visiting with, uh, uh, let's see, Ryan Yonkman is our guest this morning from the Everett crew. They rotate chairs on me. He is going to be checking in from Chicago. Uh, markets are down this morning for both Wall Street and commodities. What is going on and how long is it going to be going on? Ryan will break it down for us. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When remodeling your home, you don't want some silly goose in charge of your plans. Meet Adam of AF Construction. He grew up in a Wisconsin family of skilled craftsmen working side by side with the best. Hundreds of happy homes endorses detailed attention to distinctive projects. AF Construction, your local hands-on remodeling contractor, offering line item estimates and eye-popping results. For your free consultation, visit afconstructionllc.com. Get ready for a remarkable new look. Are you looking for a fast-paced job in a fun and exciting work environment? Look no further than Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. We offer a wide range of job and shift availability in both part-time and full-time positions. Competitive wages and great benefits await you at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Visit us in person or check out our website to see all of our job openings. Make work fun and apply for a job at Madison's only casino. What have we here? Crackers. At least I think they are. They're in a cellophane wrapper. There are two of them. Crackers always travel in pairs. They snap like crackers. Crumble like them, too. Nine out of ten cracker eaters would give them a positive ID. But these aren't crackers. They're dinner. Jim Krevix for five days straight. There are people like Jim all across Madison. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply people like Jim over $950,000 in food through Dane County's busiest food pantry. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in clothing, shelter, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. You want new floors, but you're not sure if you can do it yourself. With Wiseway Flooring designers and technicians, you'll have the knowledge and confidence to complete the job for a fraction of what you might think. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our helpful hints might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. When it comes to jewelry appraisals, get to know your Denny's jeweler. Well, 
lot of times we have jewelry appraisals for people that are just newly engaged or they moved from an insurance company to a different insurance company and so they need an updated appraisal. Very investigative in a way. I'm Pete Denny. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers. for dinner. Hey honey, I'm making stew tonight. Ooh, can Nina come over? I'm not sure about our new friend. I wonder if there's been any drinking going on. Alcohol at her age can lead to so many bad things. I've been meaning to ask you, what would happen if someone offered you a drink? Grandma? This is hard. She's so young, but I know I need to talk to her about it now before someone tries to give her alcohol. If anyone ever does offer you a drink, I want you to say no. I have too much respect for my family and I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Really? I promise, Grandma. I love you, too. Okay, how about tasting this stew and telling me what you think? Mmm. Some children may try alcohol as young as nine years old. It's not too early to talk about drinking. For tips on how to begin the conversation, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. That's underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This message brought to you by SAMHSA and this station. It's Preston from Window World. I hear too many stories of people being held hostage through a three-hour window appointment and pressured to sign now for a project that's worth a small fortune. At Window World, we take as much or as little time as you have and provide a clear, easy-to-read estimate right on the spot. Don't think your window project is out of reach because some companies ruined your experience. Call the best value in your area. Window World. Call Window World. You'll be glad you did. While the rest of the world seems to be moving in slow motion, you're ready to gear it up. Sugar River Raceway is now open for the season, and the track is calling your name. A half-mile paved sprint course with 10 challenging turns. This is no slow-as-you-go amusement park ride. These are full-blown 50-mile-an-hour screaming machines. Book your bachelor party, company outing, or your badass desire for speed at SugarRiverRaceway.com. Just 40 minutes south of Madison and Broadhead. Get your race on. The first headline on uh, the four-letter network is Rodgers bemoans drops and mistakes by young wide receivers. I looked up the definition of bemoan, and it's to express deep grief or distress over. I listened to his comments. It didn't really sound like a guy who was in you know, big-time distress or in deep grief. It sounded like a guy's like, yeah, we have young wide receivers. We're figuring it out. What would you say when yeah. you're up there? So I didn't initially hear that, that part about you know him uh, taking issue with the wide receivers, but I did hear him. He went, I mean, he went after him. Like when he was talking about Jordan Love's interception, he went hard after him. Like he was like, we got, we got guys running wrong routes. We got a guy not understanding where he needs to go with the route. Like those, those, the, the box score says one thing. It's a completely different thing uh, that actually happened with Jordan Love's interception. So like, I mean, he took the, the guys that were playing on last Friday to, uh, to task for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, he's getting to that point, right? I mean, they uh, they have what three roughly three weeks maybe three and a half weeks before they have to play a game, and uh, some of those young guys maybe outside of Romeo Dobbs uh, just you know haven't played great. But I that's the thing like who's actually going to be on the field for them? I know Romeo Dobbs going to be Romeo Dobbs going to be on the field for them. Amari Rogers maybe, but really it's going to be Lazard, Cobb, Sammy Watkins. Does. And he's not complaining about the, you know, the the Cobb and the Watkins and the Lazard, is he? No, like I didn't. I don't think Randall took part 
yesterday at all. Like I was on the other end of the field watching the defense and uh, they, they had the media herded into certain spots. He could only go so far, but like, I, I don't think Randall Cobb took a part uh, in yesterday's uh, session. So um, he was playing with a lot more, you know, younger guys, you would say, Samari yeah. Ture and, and the like. And those are guys that you don't, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you don't necessarily have to get on. Like those are guys that have been in the league for a while. They've been there, done that. They know what to do. If you just continue to get after them and get after them, it would probably just be lesser effect just because they know what they're doing. They're the vets. There's not ton of a ceiling yeah. left to go get something from, if that makes sense. No, I mean, him and Randall Cobb are not going to have any issues with chemistry. They know exactly what each other are thinking. It's same level of him and Jordy Nelson and him and uh, Devontae Adams. It's just they they, they know. And, and Lazard's to an ex, to their, is there to an extent. Um, Sammy Watkins, not so much, but he maybe had his – I mean, I think pretty clearly he had his best day as a Packer yesterday, hit on some couple um, – some deep throws. It, it's really Romeo Dobbs It's uh, and, and uh, Amari Rodgers and whoever the other – wide receiver is going to be. Zach Halpern, our sports director, joining us right now. Zach, what about now everyone's wanting, you know, defenses, they're going to be throwing a big D around there, is going to be number one in the land. How is that defense looking in the uh, joint practices with the Saints? I mean, they they owned. <laughs> I mean, they played in the Saints' backfield the entire time. They couldn't hit the quarterback, but they would have had at least 10 or 15, ten or 12 sacks. I mean, they had they were back there almost every time. And hmm. um, I, but What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, but the secondary – uh, against a pretty good, I mean, I, I think a pretty, I think a lot of people would probably say a pretty good receiver core and uh, Michael Thomas, who hasn't played in quite some time. Slant but boy. Seems to eh. be, yeah, seems to, seems to be all the way back. And then you have uh, Jarvis Landry, who's still uh, got some got some playing. And then Chris Olave, a top, what, top 12 pick. Um, it's a, it was a good crew, and I think they did a really, really good job against them. Uh, they certainly were talking a lot. Rasul Douglas did not uh, stay quiet. Yeah, I heard Lashul Douglas was talking a lot of smack out there yesterday. Well, I think the one thing is my ears were not burning. It was it was awesome. I, I mean, I I loved that. Can you repeat I, anything he said on air? I mean, it was just no, of course not. Uh, but it was it wasn't that he was yelling at the wide receivers. He was yelling like the Saints offense was standing behind the play, and after every incompletion, he was going like and like talking to them, like talking to the coaches, like yelling at the coaches. Hell yeah. um, was there a fight yeah, at I mean, all? It was, it, there were no fights. Damn. No fights. That that's a. Uh, that's a positive, I think, if you can have that type of intensity and, and not throw down. But no, the, the thing is, it was the thing is, it was Andy Dalton for at quarterback. Jameis Winston wasn't playing, and uh, Ian Book was the second guy, uh, who I believe, yeah. who I believe, I believe, was uh, from Notre Dame and actually did get drafted. He was a fourth round pick. So <laughs> that is um, true. I'm not. So what I was going to say is, I think <laughs> right, I some of the up. most encor- uh, encouraging things when you talk about the defense. Yeah, we know that Green Bay is going to be good at their first top three corners, and it's nice to see them make plays. But I think with that defensive line, we know it's going to be solid. But the fact that you said they're playing in the Saints' backfield the entire time, mm. Saints have a pretty good offensive line. Last time I checked. Sure, she'll stop farming when pigs fly. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You know, that might be about the only thing we haven't seen this year at the County Air State Fair. Morning, everybody. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Youngke. Glad to be along with you. We uh, spent a little time yesterday with the good folks at the Dodge County Fair in Beaver Dam. What a beautiful day 
to enjoy a county fair. I want to thank everybody for their hospitality. We saw some fantastic beef cattle in their showmanship classes. Got a chance to walk around the barn. Stephanie Hoff and I spent a beautiful afternoon at the Dodge County Fairs in Beaver Dam. That's uh, continuing through the weekend. And we're going to get an update from the Juneau County Fair in Mauston this morning. That's where Charity Seebecker is spending her week. We'll get those details in just a moment. Details on the weather. Today, partly sunny and 81. Tomorrow, partly sunny and 80 degrees. Saturday and Sunday, watch out. We've got a chance of rain in the forecast, 76 degrees both days. So today is the 18th day of August. On this day, back in 1612, 11 people were tried for practicing witchcraft. It happened in the United Kingdom, one of the most well-documented and followed witch trials involving nine men, or make that nine women, and two men. The trial took two days. Ten of the 11 are found guilty and executed on August 20th for practicing witchcraft in the United Kingdom. Happy birthday today to uh, Director Roman Polanski. He's 89. And look at this. Robert Redford, happy birthday to him. He is 86 years young today. Time to catch up with our friends from Alcivia Co-op with the Alcivia Co-op Talk. Really focusing in on all the services that Alcivia Cooperative is offering customers all across the state of Wisconsin. And boy, I'll tell you what, now that we're getting closer to the harvest and even thinking about 2023, it's time to talk about financing. Wendy Myers is along with us. She's an ag loan manager with Verity Business Solutions within Alcivia. And Wendy, again, I think all of us felt the punch of the inputs that we had to purchase this year for our 2022 crop. I can only imagine the conversations you folks are having about 2023. Yes, 2022, I think everyone will be happy to have this year over with from that perspective. But, you know, 2023, we're really wondering what's going to go on in the input world. And so locking up financing early is definitely what our key objective is. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about how Verity Business Solutions really plays in as a major partner, not just for Alcivia, but for your customers. Explain some of those services offered. Yes, with Verity, we are um, a financing division within Alcivia. We um, pretty much uh, piggyback off of all of our other divisions for products and services, and we provide financing to help alleviate, obviously, um, you know, the cash flow issues as well as helping provide low interest rate uh, programs for our customers to help them lock in um, their crop inputs for the following year. So as an example, um, you know, 2023 season, we already have programs finalized so that our customers can, you know, take advantage of early prepay discounts and low interest financing and get everything pretty much lined up before they even go into harvest so they don't have to worry about what they're going to be doing for 2023. Yeah, exactly. Having those conversations, kind of working through things. I think people are sometimes maybe surprised at uh, the flexibility that Verity can offer, uh, maybe compared to your traditional lender. Uh, Explain a little bit about how you're already trying to tee the ball up for 2023, Wendy. Yes, we we can offer a variety of different programs. We do have um, programs for um, new customers. We also have programs for customers that are growing 
Um, we also provide um, equipment leasing, equipment loans, uh, term loans, real estate financing. Pretty much we are um, a one-stop shop here at Alcivia. So you work with your agronomist or your nutritionist or whatnot, and then in turn you can utilize the products and services that Verity offers to help you lock up that financing to purchase those products through Alcivia. Um, other things that we offer, of course, you know, crop input loans is our number one thing that we provide. And, you know, we have uh, loan packages right now anywhere from prime minus two, prime minus one. And then the big one we're doing is called our Jumpstart financing program. And that is a um, fall, fall fertilizer spring UAN program where you can lock in all of your 2023 fertilizer needs and put it all in that program with a 0% interest rate lock through January 15th. So with that being said, what that allows our customers to do is utilize um, the early prepay programs that our agronomists can offer them, plus take advantage of that 0% interest, you know, go through harvest and then, you know, pay off that 0%, you know, low in interest rate loan by January 15th, and you already have all of your products locked in. That is beautiful. Now, if I end up uh, coming up a little short, does Verity still work with producers to make sure that they've uh, got the inputs covered going into 2023? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you've got enough flexibility in the programs to move them what's remaining into another area. Yeah, we do. If um, you utilize the Jumpstart, you also can be in one of our other agronomy programs that we offer. So, um, and we do have customers that do not um, want to pay that off or they cannot by January 15th. So then we just roll that amount over into one of our other programs that we have that they qualify for. And, you know, then they have until February 1st, 2024 to pay those. Nice, nice, nice. Wendy Myers is along with us, Ag Loan Manager with Verity Business Solutions within Alcivia Cooperative. Wendy, I have to believe that there's growers uh, out there that are interested in having this conversation. How can they get started finding out about the options that Verity Business Solutions gives to them? Yeah, I mean, if you currently work with Alcivia, starting with your agronomist or your salesperson is a, is a great way to go because they are already aware of our, what our programs are. If you are not working with anyone from Alcivia right now, definitely everything is found on our website at alcivia.com. Um, all of our programs are listed out there about Verity and what we're offering for the fall and even into, you know, all of 2023 season. So our website definitely is the first place to go for information. Absolutely. Again, folks, alcivia.com is where you want to start. And like she said, you'll find the Verity financing tab available right there on the homepage. Wendy Myers joining us for the Alcivia Co-op Talk. She's the Ag Loan Manager for Verity Business Solutions within Alcivia. Just another service they're providing clients and customers all across the state of Wisconsin. That is your Alcivia Co-op Talk. Soil health. It's the top priority at Midwestern BioAg. It's the first thing they consider with every product at every step. It's designed to build healthy, biodiverse soils to support healthy soil, resilient crops, and higher yields. Midwestern BioAg offers biological fertilizers to optimize yields during the growing season, all the while building healthy soil for the future. To learn what a Midwestern BioAg program can do for you, visit MidwesternBioAg.com. Midwestern BioAg. Better farming through better soil. Rural Mutual Insurance. 
Keeping Wisconsin strong. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. So I became a Farm Bureau member almost 20 years ago to be part of the state's largest egg advocacy group. Plenty of opportunities within Farm Bureau for somebody that's involved in agriculture, whether to grow their leadership or to help be a leader in an industry that we have a great passion for. WFBF.com. It really helped my leadership develop. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. Every time we have a solar system going up in the neighborhood, people are walking by, they're getting their kids out to come look at it. They want to see what, what it is and talk about it and, and understand it. And, and the, the best way to find out if it works is talk to someone who has solar. You probably know someone who's gone solar and, and knows a little bit more. If you have a neighbor that has solar, talk to them. See what they're saying. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com and start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Not a pretty morning in Chicago. We've got corn for December trading down four cents right now at 607. November beans down nine and a half, 1380. September wheat's down 14 cents at 749 a bushel. Yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese was unchanged. 40 pound block cheese dropped a penny and a quarter to 187 and three quarters, but AA butter gained two and three quarter cents to 299 a pound. The fluid milk for September is down 11 right now at 2056 a hundredweight. October's down 16. 2064 100 weight. We're talking all things dairy with uh, Ryan Yonkman from the Everag crew down in Chicago. He'll be joining us live in just a moment. While you talk about the color red in Wisconsin, it can be a good thing. That'll be the color of our Wisconsin cranberry bogs very soon. This year, it's estimated that Wisconsin again will lead all of North America, if not the world, when it comes to cranberry production. They're projecting our crop at 5.2 million barrel of fruit. That means that Wisconsin alone will remain the largest cranberry-producing state and harvest more than 63% of the nation's supply, more than 50% of the world's supply of cranberries. And they're using technology to grow that crop and bring it in. That's according to Tom Lochner, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Cranberry Growers. There's been a lot of changes like the rest of agriculture. We're constantly looking at new technologies for growing the crop and adapting technologies from other sectors of agriculture to apply to cranberries. So growers are using GPS. They're looking at moving toward a more precise and precision ag type of practices. Water conservation has been a big issue for us, and we've seen a lot of changes in those technologies in terms of irrigation. Our overall management strategies have changed to deal with uh, changing conditions that are out there whether it's weather, managing nutrients, or managing water. Tom Lochner, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Cranberry Growers. Again, 5.2 million barrel of fruit that our Wisconsin Cranberry Growers getting ready to bring in for the harvest of 2022. All right, we're focusing on all things dairy coming up next. Ryan Yonkman joining us live from Everag in Chicago. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Hi, I'm Emma Smith. 
Pro Football Hall of Famer and three-time champion. Trust me, I know about joint pain. Pro Football's all-time leading rusher, Emmett Smith, talks about chronic joint pain and exciting new regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. I know what it's like to fight through pain, but now, you and I, we have help. QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in advanced, all-natural regenerative medicine that can give you lasting relief with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. Do you suffer with constant pain from arthritis or injury, pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, or lower back? Don't assume steroids, pain meds, and surgery are your only options. Regenerative, restorative, natural solutions are now available. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation and learn how regenerative medicine can repair and restore damaged joint tissue. Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 608-319-1750. That's 608-319-1750. 608-319-1750. Sometimes people think we're the bathroom remodeling place that just covers up your old stuff. It's how Rebath got its start 40 years ago. But just as technology has improved since dial phones, we've grown to become a total bathroom remodeling company. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. You know who tells a great story? Our Tom's Auto Center customers, like Blake, who recently gave us a five-star review. It reads, I appreciated the emailed estimate and text message communication about the repairs. Thanks, Blake. Schedule your appointment, tomsautocenter.com. We'll make sure you get five-star service. Tom's Auto Center. We're the getter, fix, getter, done to get you going, guys. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And on a Thursday morning, we're covering what's happening in the dairy markets. Joining us this morning live is our friend Ryan Yonkman with the Everag crew talking about, uh, well, it's been a red ink week for a lot of commodities, including our fluid milk contracts. But you said you have reason to believe that we're going to start gaining some of that momentum back. Is that what right, Ryan? <clears throat> yeah, and, and actually, in the dairy sector, we've we've been on the move here for about a week, week and a half. So we've actually seen some really nice recovery happen, uh, maybe although quietly, uh, in the class three and class four complex, with us bouncing you know, around a dollar fifty a hundred away off the lows made, call it two weeks ago. So already on the move, in my opinion. Well- Good. And what's driving that movement? Is there something I'm missing as far as demand or is it all about uh, kids going back to school mostly? Uh, a combination, I think, of a lot of things. So um, all-encompassing seasonality, it's very typical this time of year to see milk prices on the move. And the rationale for that uh, is one that's usually pretty obvious. It's you know milk production starts to tighten up um, from weather schools go back in session. So your class one orders that have more or less lost or struggled to find homes during the summer have a place to go. Um, those, those are your very seasonal things. Our holiday orders uh, are right around the corner, right? You start looking at things like Labor Day and Thanksgiving. Uh, this is the time of year where the end users, you know, are drawing down stocks built up to get ready for holidays. Uh, and then you have caveats, things that matter like exports. So during the break, okay, and when we talk break, um, we broke about five and a half dollars from the highs we made, you know, a couple months ago. Into that break, you have to hope we would have found an export bid 
you know, you're talking, we went to 175, 180 cheese, low 140, you know, in powders. Um, and over the course of the last week, we've heard a lot of scuttle that we indeed have found that export bid. Um, so you've got an international bid, you know, with the U.S. trading where we're at and decent discounts to the world. You've got New Zealand had actually a positive GDT in regards to cheese on Tuesday. I think pricing around 215 cheddar. You know, we got European cheese still trading in the 250s. Uh, so some nice price relationships back in play uh, that are favorable U.S. at a time where seasonality is very much our friend. So not only have we recovered a dollar fifty, but yes, we think when you look at the charts and you look at the setup, uh, we can have room for a little bit of a continued run. Um, but I will pause to all of our listeners, Adairman. We do think this is the beginning of the window. I mean that if we have objectives to get going on 2023 in regards to putting a, a hedge plan together. Um, you know, call it between now and these next few weeks, we think is a vital time for us to watch markets very close uh, and hopefully take advantage of whatever the market is able to give us back mm-hmm. uh, off this, this pretty large break. Well, and like you said, it's not just about the price of milk. It's also about the cost of feed for next year. Yes. And look, costs are going to be high. There's no way around it. Um but we aren't staring, you know, down the barrel of seven and a half dollar corn anymore, mm-hmm. which is where we were when milk was twenty five dollars. We've got, you know, as of this moment, you know, we're trading board corn at around six oh five new crop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, bean meal still historically, you know, fairly strong at four hundred bucks a ton or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the reality here is, yay, what's offetized, these costs are now becoming real. We're getting late enough in the year. Uh, dairies are getting feed bought. They're getting feed put up. Um, so the calculation for next year is one that's becoming a little more clear in regards to you're kind of going to know where your costs are at, um, which puts it a, a little um, makes it a little easier to know what we're doing on milk uh, in regards to you know margin. Ryan Yonkman's along with us. If you're just joining us, he's one of the staff members on Ever Ag's team. You can find him online Ever. Dot egg. And uh, let's talk just a little bit then about overall milk production. Just real quick, Ryan, what do you see happening both here and around the world as far as milk production projections? We should get those numbers today or tomorrow, don't we? Uh, Monday. So uh, Monday we get uh, the U.S. milk production report will come out for July. Uh, in regards to what we're seeing here, it's, it's very, it's hit and miss. We've had some regions uh, for example, California that had a very good summer, and we we're expecting milk production to be up a decent amount year over year, just off weather. We have other regions like the Southwest uh, that have been hampered by drought. Um, so long and short, we're expecting milk production to be positive going into Monday's report. You know, perhaps up you know 0.4 half a percent year over year. But we've got to remember this is very versus a very low benchmark of last year uh, when milk production was in a pretty good decline. Um, so we don't see rampant growth here by any means, but due to a low measuring point and some good weather in certain places. And I mean, let's be real. We've had very good margins this year. Um, dairy should have tried to cram the barns full if they could. Um, internationally, uh, New Zealand is off to a pretty wet start. We'll see, you know, we'll be walking into their flush month here, uh, in a couple months. Um, but they've had some pretty nasty weather go through there. So maybe we can call them in the state of average 